March 17th, 2023 is the debut, the national debut of Shazam, Fury of the Gods. So we're going down memory lane of 2019's Shazam. Sure you can. No. Is that, it one? Is that the right one? No, it was the wrong one. <laughs> That's a fireball. It, uh, right. Mortal Kombat was right. the, the one where he's like, ah, da, 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 da. from the movie, you would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Welcome back to A Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoilers. All right, I just finished re-watching Shazam uh, that came out again, like I said before, in 2019. It's been a while since of COVID. So, of so not Shaq Shazam. Shaq Fu? No, Shaq Shaq. That's, 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 that's the video. That's the that's the video game. Was it Shaq Zam or was it something else? No, it was, it was Shazam. Uh I, I can't say it properly. It's, it's Shazam. It's Shazam. S-H-A-Z-A-M. Spelled the same way, but it was Shaq. It's a genie. I beg to differ right now. I'm going to... I will be happy to eat crow if it was Shaq-Zam. Because that no. sounds hilarious. Kazam. Kazam. Kazam is the movie, not Shaq-Zam or Shazam spelled the same way. I always thought it was based on the cartoon Shazam. Because that was a cartoon too what kazam no it wasn't shazam the kazam genie? kazam because no kazam was a genie yes oh i thought it was shazam i always remember is that the mandela effect like i always remember it as one thing but it's never actually happened uh, apparently so <laughs> on this one but uh, so <laughs> all right let's just get into it so uh, again i just rewatched it to get myself ready uh for the sequel that's been I guess you will say four years in the making. Have, did you rewatch it? Did I did. You, I liked it the first time I saw it. I did enjoy it because it wasn't, even though it's part of the DCEU. It wasn't at the same time. Correct. You had callbacks to it. You have callbacks to a Batman, Aquaman, Superman, all those guys from the Justice League. They show the characters in the credits. You get a, almost a cameo, if you will, at the end. Yeah. And what makes it, so nice in comparison to that world it's not so dark yeah there are some violent scenes the monsters are pretty grotesque but in comparison to the one woman films to definitely the Zack snyder directed films it's a refreshing spin in that of that universe yeah what was your thought because i mean granted i like it and granted i do own it this is actually i think my third time maybe seeing it after so many times or so many years what about you I'm going to say I saw it, this might have been my third or fourth time, because I know, saw it originally in theaters, then I saw it with my mm-hmm. dad, and our dad saw it like one other time, I want to say, so this may have been my fourth time over the years. Does it hold up still from what you last saw? Do you remember it as being as good, or is it better now than last time? No, I think it's uh, it's pretty much as good. I don't think it got better. The issues I had with it before still persist, but that was- Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that because well, I would say that like the issues I had with it before, and this is I'm owning this as me being the comic book nerd and knowing what I know about the comics. Let me guess, it's Billy. Billy is such a problem for me. Okay, I felt the same way. Billy's portrayal, yes, but go on, go ahead, give me your take on that. So, and, and I give room for artistic license and stuff like that a lot of times. 
And even in the comics, I know they've made changes to Billy's character. But fundamentally, Billy is a good guy. And I know they took a long time to get to Billy as a good guy fundamentally. But it took way too long, in my opinion. Like He was like straight up a criminal in a lot of different ways. And uh, like I just didn't see like those redeeming qualities in there. And one of the quintessential moments him getting the powers so like originally like i found in your pure heart i gave you the powers in the comics i eventually changed and they confront and the wizard's like you're not worthy he's like and he literally confronts the wizard and he's like no one's ever worthy no one's ever worthy unless they are confronted with that moment and they have to prove that they're worthy and then they become that moment so it's like how are you ever going to find a person that doesn't exist you know Mm -hmm. uh, just by this And, and the wizard's like good point I'm going to give it to you. He talked the wizard into doing it. Here, it was like the wizard out of desperation said, you'll do. Which Right. I, I mean, I did find that weird that he just randomly, the wizard that is, will go out and look for kids. Kind of mm-hmm. weird. Kind of um, creepy also, if you will. Yeah. And then he'll just grab a kid. Like, he didn't really do any research. It's not like, say, like the Green Lantern's ring. Yeah, well, he, he set up a, a strong will. Technically, he did a searching spell that's supposed to find people who would be worthy. Right, but, but when he did with, with um, the, the villain guy, Mark Strong's character, he just, he would just pick them out. It was like almost random. And then he'll, then he'll test them later with the orb of the seven sins. Exactly. And I was like, that's your homework. You're not doing that well of a, or batting well. Your average is not that well. I'm doing the proper research. My boy, but go on. Well, the other things that were flawed in that is one, I mean, it, like it just centers around Billy as it is. So, like, when he's telling Billy the origin about like the whole Black Adam scenario, and that goes into consistency with the DCEU. They actually changed what Black Adam's origin is when it's depicted there versus what it is in the Black, uh, Black Adam movie. Before you continue, you know that Dwayne Johnson was an executive producer. Of this, yes, but that doesn't mean they fully listened to him. No, I'm just saying though. But he was like, we know that he Black Adam was in there was in 15 years in the making. Yeah, he had his and, hands on it. Which you would think that since he has his hands on it and he was in the process of making Black Adam, there will be a better connection. Granted, though, his image is clearly seen here when there's oh, a little quick flashback. Is is his body or his not his body, but the way that he's perceived yeah. in the film of Black Adam, it looks like is him. right with the the cape hanging over the, the hood hanging over and the size of the character, right? Even though it's not clear exactly who it is, but go on. In that note, like you can argue with that's whole DCEU's continuity issues, anyways. So to continue, uh, also with him and Shazam, uh, when they he's talking about like look at the seven empty th- seats of my brothers and sisters. Right. And that mm-hmm. scene, they flash back to that same scene later on in the film. The line is completely different. He does the same gesture and uh, they're, he's like, they're waiting to be filled. That was never said. So they added mm-hmm. words into a, to the same exact scene. So that was flawed. But the biggest issue I had overall is that his personality without the powers was with his personality with the powers. They just didn't seem to mesh. Like, I understand, like, I remember watching Captain Marvel or Shazam, 
uh, like on Justice League. Great interpretation mm-hmm. of Captain Marvel, by the way. For those who are listening and watching, watch Captain Marvel in Justice League. Fantastic interpretation. And and other DC is he, animated is he, projects, Is he too. called Captain Marvel or is he called Shazam? He's called Captain Marvel. Because anybody who call, uh, like if he uses his name, uh, Shazam, he'll just revert back. So he goes by the name right. Captain Marvel. Even Young Justice did it even better. Young Justice did a perfect Captain Marvel. He's a child, and they'll call him out on it. You act like a child at times. And he goes, oh, oh, no, no, I don't. And like he's trying to hide the fact that he's a child. Here it doesn't really hide it that like When I say not that well, his personality does leak through. But he literally tells everybody, that's because I am a kid. I am a child. Like He just snitches on himself so quickly. Right. He doesn't really try to act the part. He doesn't act the hero, really. That's what it is. Well, like for me, like, you're you're saying like Young Justice and Justice League has the best interpretation of Shazam and Billy Batson, the Batman, is, uh, you, the Black Adam versus Shazam movie, Shazam Superman, the Return of Black Adam. Yes, that one was the best interpretation of Black Adam, the best inter- interpretation of Shazam and Billy Batson, and you could say a little bit of Superman there too, in the sense of his representation. Representation, excuse me. Well, because that was the and they took also. I'm the, sorry, they also took. How the wizard Billy, and the tiger. how Billy, well, how Billy met the wizard. Yeah, same here. Or that happened first in the animation, whereas yeah. on a train, and then the train takes him right to the spot or the subway. Yeah, yeah. And so then I was like, okay, you took that literally from there. But also, I gotta say later on, I'll, I'll remind me later. But there was a flashback of the Last Dragon towards the end, and I, to me, it hit the. It was Last Dragon. I was like, what? Wait, what? was similar but different, but we'll get to that later. But I agree with you with the, the cast or the acting choice from the actor who played Billy. It's the story that was written for him. I'm sure the the kid would do a better job. It's just that that script for him of how he's supposed to be, I can't say that was the, uh, the kid acting that out. Either the kid didn't do his homework or the writers didn't do their homework. Because he just sounds like so ungrateful for everything. Now, I understand that he's looking for his mother. I understand that's a, that's, a, that's a drive for a lot of foster kids or adopted kids. That's the drive to find out who their real original parents were. And why did you leave me? Why did you let me go? Or how come you didn't look for me? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And granted, that was pretty sad when he found her and how that came about. And he finds the truth and like how he remembers that last day. And how she remembers that last day because he yeah. met, he saw everything all nice and chippy, and like she was all very uh, happy, and she was very where, kind and soft, and right? Where her, stuff. she's doing the same, she's doing the best she can, but she's exhausted, she's tired, she's frustrated, and then when she sees that there's an opportunity to let him go, she does, or or not have a responsibility for him, she takes it. Granted, you would think that the the cops will look for her because since they had the same last name and know where the address was, you think they will find her here. Well, here's your kid. Well, no, well that he, he was young, too, probably too young to no. remember his address. But no, man. but I'm saying like like that. Well, the last name, right? And then who? Yeah. What's, do you, what's your mother's name? But for granted, you probably didn't know his mother's name. You probably know just as mom. Mom. On that note, I did heard a fact, definitely a sad fact, that apparently is not uncommon. It's actually extremely common. In amusement parks and specifically Disney parks like Disneyland or Disney World, where there are reports of lost children, and it's actually the parents intentionally abandoning their kids there. Damn. 
and yeah, which is extremely sad to like. But when I was that watching that up. part uh, in this movie, it reminded me about that fact. I was like, that mm-hmm. is extremely messed up because a, you know, they are banning their kids, and b that traumatizes those kids about those places. Oh, of course. So I I can only imagine what Billy, you know, the character Billy Batson feels about amusement parks, mm-hmm. especially now that he knows the truth about his mother and comes to that realization. Not really touched upon in the movie so much, but. It's, it's another layer that I can add on to it. Zachary Levy, who mm-hmm. plays Shazam, he got that part down. He got it great in the sense of a kid in a adult body like Big from Tom Hanks. I feel like a lot of people didn't like him doing that, but I was perfectly fine with that. Which one? Tom Hanks? Or no, Zachary. Zachary. Okay. I mean, I can understand. Like A lot of people were not really, I wasn't a big fan of the casting of Zachary because He's not muscular, and it's obvious he's wearing a bodysuit underneath the costume. He did put on it a muscle so obvious. in comparison to what he used to be, though. No, so he put on size. I wouldn't have to say, necessarily say muscle, because the photos of him putting on muscles is just that he just lifted heavy and got that, I guess, overall size, but it's not defined like it is in the, the muscle costume. It's fair. Again, he needed a muscle costume. Port mm-hmm. is very common with wearing muscle costumes underneath your, the the body muscle suit underneath the costumes. Yeah, look at Batman. Well, Batman is more like armor, right? Exactly. And then you have with Henry Cavill, who is muscular, who is big, but he his suit has the like the etching, like you see mm-hmm. now in, at a, at a comic book conventions where like, you can see the muscle, even the person may not be in full shape, but the costume itself has the little yeah. detail as if they are without wearing a, a muscle suit underneath. For me, watching the kid and then seeing the adult, it did not match in my opinion. Always brooding. He was always causing mischief. Always, like you said, being a criminal. Yeah. And not trusting anyone. And in the comics, Billy is totally trusting. He, he's very optimistic. He's very positive, even though he's pretty much in a bad situation almost all the time. You know, living on his own, being an orphan, having it rough. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. In the comics, even in the cartoons, they they show that like the one of the reasons why he's able to be so optimistic about people and give people a second chance and and like he Billy is like that quintessential Boy Scout in a lot of ways is because he idolizes Superman like more so than what was depicted in this movie. Like in this movie, it was like his his best friend slash foster brother. In the comics, like he was a Superman fanboy from the get go, and he right. he wanted to idolize himself, like model himself after Superman, and which could be argued, which in the in the comics they eventually established that the whole persona of Captain Marvel was how he is a combination of how he interprets how his father would look as a grown man, and and but bestowed with the physique and power of Superman. That's how he ended up becoming Captain Marvel physically. Well, I mean, I don't know in the sense of how the comics, in the sense that I, even though I was a, a Shazam fan from the 70s to and early 80s when there was a live action one, like like on a Saturday morning or Saturday early mm-hmm. afternoon, they had a live action version. And I was a big fan of that. Uh, I just know in the, the cartoon, like Justice League and Young Justice, yes, he had that. He always looked up to the superheroes because, yes, they were his role models, something he hope to be one day before he got his powers, of course. Yeah. He knows like if they're in this world, everything's gonna be okay. I know we're like sounds like we're not, we didn't enjoy this, but the only thing for me was 
Billy Batson that, that really took it off. I love the foster parents. I love his foster brothers and sisters. They, they were great. great. Mark Strong, whatever he's in, he kills it. Yes. yes. He's been in so many superhero films or superhero-related movies already. Recycled, recycled, recycled. I understand. And I know I, I said before that that bothers me. I don't like it. But I'm okay with him. I know it sounds like a hypocrite, but whatever he does, no, but whatever he does, he's like, he's like, he's so captivating. He's just like a scene stealer in everything he does. He plays Sinestro in the Green Lantern movie. He was, uh, he played the father in Kick-Ass. He, I believe he did, um, the Kingsman did become a comic book. I wasn't sure if Kingsman was a comic book first, but he was in the Kingsman, which is comic book related. He made it for uh, uh, the first, uh, was it the first? Or no, two films. He was for both of the first two films. Right. But I'm just saying he was in, he's in that, and that's related to, I, I believe that's comic book related as well. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he, he was awesome. And I get Zachary Levy. Is it Levy or Levi? I feel like it's Levi, but we could be wrong. Yeah. Again, sorry anyway, if we are wrong, peoples. Yes. Great. And then you have the brothers, the kid who played Freddie, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer. He was amazing. Oh, yeah. And you have also the, the, the one who played the Asian kid. He's from Fresh Off the Boat. Oh, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. it because I guess I never watched Fresh Off the Boat until after watching Shazam. But that was like a couple years after, so I never put it together. Mm-hmm. It was him and in as well. The foster father, he's from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Dijman Hansu, the, the wizard. Yes. What's cool about this, like, like I'm interested how or what they had planned with Shazam, the, the Fury of the Gods, because you have the wizard in Shazam. You have him in the Black Adam, and he also, he's back in the, the Fury of the Gods. So I'm hoping somehow, some way, Black Adam will be brought up again. I don't know how they will or what's going on. Because, again, as we're, in our review of the Black Adam, Missed opportunity, a great missed opportunity, not having Shazam in that movie one way or another. Like he could have been at the end instead of Superman showing up. Yeah, well, that that, that, awesome. that was a whole nother thing. Like he's like, let me bring in my friend and I have someone else come in. And like Superman just shows up. I'm like, that makes no sense. Is that, at, at what point in what the three to four day time that you've had his powers did Superman become like a friend or introduction? I get the whole ending of Black Adam. Guys, if you didn't watch that, sorry for the spoiler. But for the Sazam, that made no mm-hmm. sense in that area. Oh, and before I forget, John Glover, love him in anything he does. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know any project he's been in. That he just he makes a great, uh, in part of my language, asshole dad. Oh, but he also yes, he's been recasted too in a sense of oh, he's been he in a was, bunch of projects for DC. Well, he was in Smallville. Yeah, right. He was also in Batman and Robin. Yeah, he played the evil scientist with uh with. Who created Bane and tried to get involved with Poison Ivy? Mm-hmm. And well, we know him from Gremlins too. But he was in Lucifer. That's not, that's not, he was in Lucifer. Yeah, so he's been a, again like recycled. I mean, uh, just to or bring it back. Yes, mm-hmm. are we saying a lot of negatives of, of the film? We are, mm-hmm. but there's reasons for it. We're not trying to tear this movie down. We're actually just calling out what we see in this area i do love some of the deep cuts that were there like you could argue that they could have just went straight for black adam because he is the most known villain towards Sazam. picking savannah good choice um, Well, so i think savannah was the original one i think he was the first villain he may he might have been the first and then the the, the, the caterpillar the caterpillar um i forget his name uh, of the the caterpillar but that was also another notable one 
Right at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he was also he showed up when the kid version of Doctor Savannah showed up. He was there in a in a, in a tank or whatever uh, a cage, and then he shows up later. Oh, with I don't the, remember that. talking. I, I yeah, it. yeah. You see him. It, yeah, it's like very subtle, but it's like on the corner. It's, it's blurry. Oh, so wow. it's not. It's like yeah. He shows. So he's there, and then they showed that cage, whatever that glass cage or case, broken, showing that he escaped. Mm, okay. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of Easter eggs. Of course, it's gonna be Easter eggs. There's a, so much source material out there. You can't, you can't help but acknowledge some of the like the alligators. That's part of a, a story. Yeah, the, crocodiles the, and the, the crocodiles, right? But I was talking about with the last dragon, and I know you like. I know you reacted like, "What the hell? What do you mean?" Yeah, I don't the remember part, where the glow. Yeah. Well, no one glowed. No one glowed. But when they were back at the carnival. And uh-huh. at the end, because it's like it's funny, it's kind of like a full circle in a way where in a, at a carnival he lost his family, and he found his family there, which was very nice. Oh, but remind when, me about I'll, I'll remember about this after you're done. But go ahead. So Continue. when he's fighting Doctor Savannah mm-hmm. as Billy, he's mm-hmm. trying to escape, and Doctor Savannah hits the ground or the stage that's like ice and water. Billy slides and falls into the water like he's like halfway in. So remember the light. Oh, see now you're getting it. Oh yeah, go, the continue. Timing, the timing is a little different, but Doctor Savannah grabs his head, and pushes it, puts his head in under the water, and says, "Game over, boy." And when he said that, my head or my memory, excuse me, went right to Last Dragon. Shown up when Shown up comes back, shows his hands glowing, mm-hmm. and when Leroy turns around and and he says, "Game over." Boy, and Leroy looks at his hands like, "How come my hands are not glowing?" And then later on, he's dunking Leroy in the show. Enough that is, is dunking him in a, a water, and where Leroy finally commits to him being the last dragon. Like he's saying, "This yeah. is he is the master." And that's so. That, as at that moment, he's having the flashbacks, just like in the last dragon, right? And it, it, his family, and and then uh, wait. Was it right then at that same moment where he punched him, uh, where he tried to punch Shazam and he catches the fist? No, uh, that's, that, in the, that's in the air. That was in the air. Okay. Um, yes. But it, yeah, no, no, he, he, he might so as he well goes, came he, back up and be like, I am the master at that moment. Like, <laughs> Right. Well, he says Shazam. Yeah. And then that blows up. And I was hoping, like the cartoon, because he did it, he says Shazam underwater, but the air didn't come out. And the lightning bolt didn't strike. He had to be yeah. out of the water first for it to be heard. Which is just like um, a Black Adam. but Yeah, yeah, true. So you were going to say what? You were going to connect so something? That was one thing. Uh, one additional thing I didn't like, and it's probably my last part, was um, too soon for the family. Like, oh, it, yes. It, like, I would have been cool like if the family became a focal point here. I understand like, he needs to find his family and whatever. But sharing the power in the very first episode, uh, episode uh, first movie, um, mm-hmm. kind of takes away from the importance of him and like you know finding himself to because you can find your family and be a part of your family without having to share everything of your family to them all in one go. Well, I mean, I agree and disagree with that because he again he had still learning his powers right. Mm-hmm. Which I find funny is like they all learned their powers right away. They like kind of knew what to do. I was like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Anyway, regardless of that, the thing is, like, he didn't know how to handle with all those demons, the seven sins, and Doctor Savannah. So he was like, 
he's being bombarded from all angles. So it's basically 807, 801, well, seven, because the one uh, Envy was in Dr. Savannah. Yeah, they, they so it was basically one. 701. It was, yeah, 701. So the odds are they're very off. So he had to level out the playing field. I, can, I see what you're saying, but he needed that. Mm. Granted, and also it is a funny moment because he says, you know, he puts the staff down and says, everyone, say hold the staff, name. say my name, Billy. It's like, no, what I've been saying. <laughs> And so then they call out the name and he, they all get the powers. The callback to, I said, uh, show you got, because the Asian character, the kid was always playing video games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so even though he had a wrong name for the power, he crossed between Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. It still worked. True. The geek in him still worked, you know? Which Where, uh, Billy didn't even do the lightning throw. Oh no, he did do lightning throw, but not in the same way. Right. He did like with the fingertips and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he doesn't do it he offensively. Did, no, he does it for like show I'll off and it's like I'll charge for, your cell phone. Like Black right. Adam would use it offensively. Like so, like the uh, right. the one, like the one brother would use it offensively. Like Billy just didn't do it. Um, well, yeah, it was like it was very. He was more like Palpatine too in the way he was doing with his fingers. But anyway, I do like where they brought some. I want to say realism into this in a way that because this is a superhero story, it's fantasy. But yeah. when they're flying and chasing each other, and they're a distance apart and Dr. Savannah is talking to him and Shazam is like, what? I do it. I can't hear you. This no, traffic's going on, mm -hmm. but I see your mouth moving, but I don't know what you're saying. And to me, that was a break from the action. Of course. But it's logical. You, yeah, of course that makes sense. It's, it's all the noise traveling up in a city. You, it's going to be hard to hear stuff. It's not like he has super it, hearing as one of his powers, but doesn't he? I don't think he does. Uh, see, I don't really know all his powers. And it says if it matches. No, it doesn't match Superman. So he doesn't have. I mean, he has Superman-like powers, but they're not Superman powers. So he doesn't have right. like frost breath. He doesn't have heat vision. Right. He, he doesn't have super hearing. He has super strength, endurance, speed. Speed. Um, what something he has that doesn't have? Uh, he has the lightning, and which is magical lightning, not traditional lightning. Well, he has and, the powers of the gods. Exactly, exactly. And like yeah, and the, one the, of the, the things, lightning of Zeus and all this, yeah. The wisdom of Solomon, which mm -hmm. is the most ambiguous of all the powers, really. <laughs> Even what? in the cartoons and in comics, the wisdom of Solomon, no one knows how to write the wisdom of Solomon because really that should be like a walkthrough guide. Uh, well, the thing is, if I, you have the wisdom, if you have the wisdom, you should know how to fly. You should know how to use your powers. You should know how to do that already because you have the wisdom. Well, well from the if I remember correctly, the wisdom of Solomon is the knowledge, is the the wisdom or knowledge of all magical items and artifacts. But isn't Shazam himself a magical artifact? Exactly. He's a living embodiment. Exactly. So he should know. So like he should automatically know how this happens. Even if you set that aside, the eye of uh, Savannah, you should already know how that works. And, right. And, and like, Correct. He needs all seven of them to leave the eye, so he will have no power. No, and he doesn't know this. And no, like Freddie does exactly. Or the the whole like there's a lot of flaws in the concept of wisdom of Solomon. That's just a flaw in general. That's not on the movie. That's mm. in the character. No, that, I agree with that. And it's been there's been a couple times where it's been explained, but that's like the cop out that a lot of writers have. It's like, well, he has the wisdom of Solomon. It's like Batman's. I've been preparing. I've like. I have prep time. So, right, but but Batman executes it. He knows. 
No, but that's what I'm saying. When the rider hits a block and they're like, we need to outsmart and that's the way we do it, Wisdom of Solomon kicks in. And that and that's how they out. So it was like, that's just like how we have a block. Batman can't do stuff. Well, he had prep time and he'd been preparing for this. And then this is what he has it in his back cave, and that's his ultimate plan. Really? It's just a mm. personal flaw I have with the character. <laughs> but anyways. But also there's another callback to Terminator 2. Come with me if you want to live. Did he say that? No, I just feel like that there's hasn't been a moment like that. No, no, but at the mall. When they're fighting at the mall and Shazam falls into the dressing room, Dr. Savannah shows up and throws him against the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And through the dressing room to, into the toy store. And again, there's a callback to Big as well on that because I'm the piano. Also, when he gets, when Shazam gets thrown through the glass window of the toy store, he falls on his back just like T-1000 and T-200 the ones are that they fight and they go through a wall and they fall through yeah. into a store or they no they 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 fall onto the the main uh walk area it's the same almost exact thing that's pretty cool also in terminator one from the when he got thrown pushed out shot through the the, the club the, glass yeah through the, through so it's kind of like the call back to that you can see that you can recognize it where this director Got some of his influences, of course. What were you saying? The good things? Oh, the good things? Like that's pretty much it. I mean, there, <laughs> I mean, it's, there, the pacing is good. You you have the time of him learning his powers with Freddy. It's kind of like almost like Tobey Maguire and Andy Garfield learning their powers as Super uh, Spider Man and how to use it. Also with Iron Man, did that too with taking that time. It is story driven. You you understand Billy's motivation in the sense of why he's doing the what he's doing in the sense of creating of committing crime and all that stuff yeah you know and it's sad it, i mean it even though it was annoying and i didn't agree with their approach of how billy was but when he finds out what his mother actually is like let him go yeah or right and you know you feel for him that's like damn that's heartbreak you were thinking this whole time that it was by accident and but yet she was on purpose, and you you feel for him regardless of how he was portrayed. What that reminded me of the the way his character was written was more like uh, trans uh, not Transformers, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, the the latest one that just came out. Just came out. Well, in comparison, not, not the first. I know one, you're saying, but yeah, everybody remembers Power Rangers, the original Power Rangers. Like, I need teenagers with attitude, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was the original Power Rangers. This version that came out was. I need recruits and they just get like, we want this kid that's in detention. We want these kids that start fights. We want these, like all these literal on troublemakers, even though the, in the originals, they were like with attitude and whatnot, they weren't necessarily troublemakers. They were still good kids. They take a little bit of the concept and then did they go in the wrong direction? And that's what I felt was done with Billy. As far, like we said, like the family, Mm -hmm. great. Savannah, actually really good the idea in execution of the growth of the character even though it's a little bit uh long in some points is actually not bad because like you're getting a more comical introduction to how he's learning and being a superhero even though Mm -hmm. he's not doing his heroic deeds in in that regards so overall in comparison to a lot of the other dc movies i think it's a lot more fun in that interesting execution 
of a film. That's why even though we're saying a lot of bad things, I'm still going to say it's not a bad film. Well, no, I mean, it's far better than Suicide Squad. It's far better than Wonder Woman 84. Far better than, well, say it was probably at the same level as Aquaman, maybe. Yeah, I want to say when you first saw Aquaman, I could be wrong, but I think you actually thought it was better than Aquaman. Yes, Uh, I do. I do. Overall, I do find it better. This is better than Justice League, either version. Yes, I will stand by that. I know people that would be like, what are you smoking? Like you like this better right, than Justice course. League? And I'm like, no, absolutely. Yeah. I do like Man of Steel. And I do like BVS. Oh uh, yeah, I know it's you kidding. love BVS. Let's be honest. Lo- well, the the un the unrated version the, or the extended version. I like. Yeah, the three hour version. I do. I, I like that version better. It's, if it, it, the timing is better, yeah, of course it's still false. But anyway, to me, the the top of the list of the DCEU. I mean, this is far better than Black Adam, but the the one the echelon. Or the champion of the DCU of films is one woman. 84? No. <laughs> I said earlier, is that better than 1984? Uh, women, women, 84. No. I'm just saying the first one. Yes. The way that's executed, the way it's done. Yes, of course, there are some issues with it. Oh, every film does, but overall execution, the pace, everything is a lot better. Wonder Woman in 84. general was not 84. Yeah. Wonder Woman in general was like. I don't think we ever did a review officially on Wonder Woman, but no, it was beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I remember first time watching it in 4K, and the, like mm-hmm. the scene coming up on the island, beautiful. Uh, and then just the story captured the the gist of it. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. has its flaws, mm-hmm. but it definitely is like one of the peak films of the DCU series. Everything that Mark Strong was in, I loved. Yeah, okay, I loved. But where he goes to his father's office while they're having a meeting, and he unleashes the seven sins, mm-hmm. that was really good. He did what Lex Luthor in Smallville wanted to do to his father, played by the same actor. Yeah. And it says, I just like beat him to hell. Like His father has the long hair or the full set of hair where this, this one has, is bald and all this stuff. All that anger he had built up and hatred towards his father, he was able to... Unleash it. Unleash it. Let loose. It was. It is horrifying, especially when the, like some of the chairmen are being kicked out and out yeah. the window and down to their death. I was like, Jesus. It was. Uh, it was but, actually that was his brother that he, he threw out the window. But there was like, well, a couple of people were thrown out. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. You know, so it was a couple, and then also the one where uh, Shazam and Doctor Savannah are talking in a distance. That one I, I did like too, and so is that the action. Was good, but it it wasn't really what stood out for me. But that thing of making things a little more logical in the sense of that talking through that distance and all that noise cutting in the counterparts to the foster foster kids also was done very well, better than Shazam and Billy. Yeah, you, you I mean they did a great. I was like, wow, they got it. How come like they couldn't get it here? Like like Zachary and Asher, the one who played Billy, they should have had a conversation. Like let's do it like this. It's a little bit more. I understand that you're looking for your mom and you have a distaste for the world, but you're you're optimistic. You're you know you you see the good in everything. Try to be like that. And we're here, you know, it's like making good. The Black Shazam version, she did awesome in comparison to with her counterpart of um, the little girl. Yeah, the little girl, the little girl, the one that runs her fast. Yeah, he's like, oh wow, that can be like she gets it. Also with Adam Brody, who played. Freddie um, counterpart. Yeah. 
from uh, he, Dead Man on Campus is what I remember him from. I think he's also in Mr. and Mr. Smith. I think he has a cameo in there. But anyway, they actually look alike. And their mannerism and the talking was very similar too. So I was like, that was like perfect casting. Yeah, I think Mary Marvel's ca- uh, casting too was pretty good. Well, Mary was like was played by the older version was played by a Latina, and the other one, the original one, is a white girl. Yeah, but know. they do look pretty similar. I'll say. Mm, okay. I mean, I, I didn't look that hard. But regard, I'm saying like the way those two counterparts, the Shazam version of the Foster Kids, knocked it out of the park, in my opinion, where Billy and the actual Shazam. They didn't match, yeah. And un- unfortunately, you know, it's shameful that that happened like that. But hey, I mean, granted, it, it is still good. Even though I have only watched it a few times, I I still enjoy it. Rotten Tomatoes has it at ninety percent from the critics and eighty two percent by the audience score. And I'm okay with that. I'm more like eighty five, yeah, eighty five to ninety. But I'm okay with what they have it here for the audience and have it here for their regular critics so and i'm looking forward to i mean kind of disappointed still with shazam the furry of the gods i wonder how they're gonna play with it because how they ended with it with the credit scene with dr savannah and that worm yeah it, it looked like okay that'll be the story or the lead for the story for the next or for the sequel exactly and, and that's, and that's not, not touched or it well, might be touched may, and we just it may be sure. touched right i mean i'm not gonna look at the IMDB and look up to see if he's still in there. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been trying to avoid much of the trailers as possible. I mean, I just get the gist of it that who's in in the sense of the three girls and three goddesses and that they make a call back to Fast and the Furious with family. I thought it was two goddesses. Yeah. Huh? Who? What? I thought it was two goddesses. No, it was three. Let's not look. Google it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Look. Well, you're right. I did see that part where he's like, "It's all about family." Again, that's why I think the family part would have been better for this one. But you know, uh, I'm not a writer. <laughs> oh, I mean, I love that I was in Philadelphia too. Yeah, I think it was very cool. I mean, I'm I'm from South. We're from South Jersey. Excuse me. We're from South Jersey. <laughs> Philadelphia was 30 minutes away. True. And so to see that, and be like that, besides Rocky, you know, you don't have that many movies that celebrate Jersey or Philly, right? <laughs> <laughs> not, not that much. Um, so, well, the Philadelphia Experiment, I think that's with um, last blowout with John Travolta. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I mean, I don't disagree with the ratings. I, I kind of side with that. One day we probably should do, we talk about it enough that we should probably do an official review of uh, Shazam versus Superman. It's not versus. It's Shazam, Superman, or Superman, Shazam. It's Slash. Black Adam. I consider right. that. So it's not, it's not, ver- really? Okay. It's the Shazam I mean, divided granted, by you, Superman. I don't know. <laughs> now, granted, there is, and we're, we'll look it up, but you know, we, you show me a clip, and I saw a clip earlier also where there's a, a fight scene in that cartoon, very reminiscent to Undisputed with, Undisputed um, too. with uh, Scott Atkins' character. Um, Boyka. Or Boyka, right, doing a combo, punch-kick combo. Um, and I'm wondering, I, I think that Return of Black Adam was done first. I'm thinking, because animation takes a long time. So mm, maybe. Anyway. All right, guys, that is it for us over our DCness review of 2019's Shazam. If you have a movie you would like us to review, please comment below or email us at talesoftwobros at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you, too.
But how do I, I sound good to you, right? No, you're fine. I'm damn straight I'm fine. <laughs>